Welcome to the Redhead Rambles podcast. It has been a minute. It has been a while, actually, um, but happy to be back. We're going to have consistent episodes out in 2024, I think, saving up for that PC. But <laughs> in our 12 episodes in the year, three years on, we've got the 11th episode here. And uh, it's another Halloween episode. I think, what, like three episodes ago we did a Halloween episode? So, um, yeah, two Halloweens this year, apparently. 12 episodes for 12 months is going great. But we are joined by Leif Vaughn, Dan the Barista, Yo. and Yui the Cutie. I don't you, know how this you, works. I've never been here. Yui's getting water. Uh, bro. Uh, okay, so I'm not the only one who didn't hear that. Okay. Well, we're going to discuss a few of the horror topics today. Look, um, Yui's getting water, okay? Damn. Gosh. Jeez. FNAF. FNAF came out this Halloween. What Halloween 2023. Well, October 2023. It did. It did come out. Yep. And we've all seen it now, what, so we can talk about it. What is a I, uh, Please support the official release. Yes. Everyone. 100%. Lefon, you still have to send that to me, by the way. <laughs> I had to send you a Google link this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Don't pirate. Don't be a, a lay fawn. Be a good consumer. <laughs> Don't pirate just distant noises. Hey, she's back. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, FNAF came out this month. Uh, we've all seen it now, so we can talk about it. But spoilers, obviously, for the movie. We're also going to be discussing a bit about Outlast. Love that game. It's a classic. But uh, now uh, lay fawn and Danny have played it. Yui, are you staying for the whole thing, or are you planning to dip out after FNAF, or do you want to stay through? It's completely up to yourself. I just, I don't, if you're bored, like, during the conversation, I don't want you to feel like you have to, like, force yourself. Like I said, I'll be here till 7, which is about an hour and 20 minutes. Okay, nice. Fair enough. She will make you feel like you're Spider-Man. Okay, so while Yui's here, we'll, we'll, we'll start with FNAF, then. I want to get other people's thoughts about it. Uh, I don't want to talk as much during this. I want to like let you guys kind of speak your piece before I pitch in anything. So, Leifon, I think you were the last person to see it out of this group. I think it was me and Danny saw it, then Yui saw it, and then you saw it. So, uh, you've yep. probably got the freshest perspective so far. So, what do you think about the movie? So, after watching the movie twice... <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, through Twice. legal means, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a it had a it has a really good intricate story hidden under its lore. I its lore to me is what's going to carry the movie. I'm still wearing my for glasses. someone that's an outside perspective moving in. Fuck you. Damn. <laughs> like you're good luck trying to understand it. That's why if you look at the actual, if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, you know Rotten Tomatoes is trash, but mm-hmm. we'll use them as an example. They have a 25 percent, but the audience score is said as an 89 percent. It's due to the fan base behind it. it mm-hmm. That movie is a celebration for the fan base. I thought it did a really good job. It's not really meant for be a true horror movie. I think it's more or less trying to show the aspects of, say, the children or get rid of this show. Like, this is the power of the children. This is what they can do. Also, they are also still children. Let them hang out. 
I do know, agree it, with a lot of that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you've so nailed a lot of like my opinions on that. I cannot say this is not. If you're going there for horror, you're going in there for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. You look at FNAF as a whole, the franchise. The FNAF That's... lore has all has been in horror second has been about on, on the surface as horror, but if you look underneath the surface, again, fucking Scott Cawthon being that guy, it he's exploring <laughs> the inner lore of where, who the kids are. If you do the missions, you do all the crying child bullshit. <laughs> this movie comes with side quests. But that's what I'm trying to like perceive. And for this movie as a whole, this is to lay out a small portion of, hey, this is what we figured out. Okay. This is Scott saying, hey, congratulations. Here's all the tidbits. Here's Mike Schmidt being that guy. I don't want to like, I don't want to get everyone like bundling in at once. I want to try and like split this a little bit. So don't worry, I'm going to get to everyone. But Slayfon, like going into it, what was like your experience with FNAF like had you played them or like do you know much about the lore like were you like a hardcore fan going into it or were you I was a I was a hardcore fan back in what shit when did it come out uh 2012 2013 so I I was in high school sophomore year high school so yeah yes I got to watch and play a lot of the originals from FNAF 1 I got to play when it came out on the iPad 3 um <laughs> aging myself i know um got to play in FNAF one two um didn't do the 2020 modes i was like i don't have the gummy bears or the time frame after watching markiplier do it <laughs> but the lore aspect is what hooked me from one of markiplier's quotes from FNAF three and it just skyrocketed me into a, a series called Game Theory. If you don't know, he said he is the FNAF. He is literally the guru when it comes to anything dealing with FNAF. I mean, there's a couple other side ones, but he's one of the bigger ones out there. But that's just a theory. A game okay. theory. theory. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they said the thing. Matt Pat, you fuck. <laughs> Apparently, because he put out a video the other, uh, like today, actually talking about like his um his experience behind the scene and whatnot. And apparently, like you know, the guard who gets killed at the very beginning that was meant to be Markiplier's yeah. role, or like that's the one they had set for him as the cameo. Oh, that's it's so disappointing that he couldn't make it because of Iron Lung. But like they like Matt Pat himself even said like he didn't even say if they do a sequel. Like when he finished his videos, like when they do a sequel. So I'm wondering if he actually got told, like, they're planning on it. Because they, they'd have to, right? Sure, like, the movie's I got, mean, like, it, so much hype around it, and it did so well, like, before it even released. Like, isn't it, like, the highest grossing horror at the moment, or, like, nearly? Scott did say that he assigned, that a three-movie deal was signed. So. Oh, did he? Okay. Because someone else told me that he said he was retiring from it after this. So I don't know. Scott has said that twice now. Let's <laughs> be honest. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he came out with FNAF World. And then he retired, and then we got sister location. <laughs> yeah. So he's like he's the Miyazaki, but like for the West, you know, like with the the Studio Ghibli Studio movies. Ghibli. Like it's my last one. It's my last one. Nah. However, <laughs> I retired. Oh, my son made a shitty film. Nah, fuck that kid. I'm gonna make a better one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, has anyone here read the books at all? I just want to get like a. A vague idea where everyone's coming from with their opinions. Well, I have three of the books. 
have never you, read them. Okay, you haven't read them. Okay, that's fine. So I assume you've probably got the original trilogy. That's like the I've got them here actually. The Silver Eyes, yeah, Twisted Twisted Ones, Fourth Closet, Silver Eyes. It's probably in the wrong order, but. Oh, uh, hold on, let me look. I have so many goddamn books. Because there's a, there's the original trilogy which I've read, and then there's like a twelve short story series, and he's he's doing like more now. I have the Silver Eyes, the Twister Ones, and the Fourth Closet. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Danny, Lefon, no experience with the books? Uh, outside of whatever Matt yeah. Pat threw out, because I'm, I'm from the South. We yeah. can't read. <laughs> I can't read. Fair, okay. You said you watched Game Theory. He talked about the books. I don't know if you remember yeah. any of that. Or... I do. That's all. It's outside of whatever Matt Pat threw out. It's the only, like, recollection I have of the book, so. Supposedly, they're supposed to be, like, set, like, um, like different canons or something, because, like, originally, like, I find it hard to focus completely on the videos, but like when I when I heard them originally, I thought like they all interconnected. But apparently, the books and the games are separate canons, and then the movie is also going to be a separate canon. Apparently, Great. I can't wait for <laughs> oh, this. Just sounds like the Fate franchise all over again. No, never mind. Everything in Fate is canon. Don't ask me how everything's canon. Everything is canon. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Oh, my brain. It sounds like freaking Dragon Ball Super. And if Ghost oh my Rain, god, if you're listening. Fuck you. Fucking Super Manga is better, but it's trash once you get past the tournament of power. Uh, okay. Which we don't know the anime and the manga are different. Fair enough. Uh, Yui, what was your opinions on the movie? Uh, I liked it, but I was kind of sad we didn't get to see what was in the box. Because, like, that box has been there for, like, years. Mm. And, like, nobody knows what's in it. And I'm just like, that was kind of the one thing I was disappointed about. They might Overall, be teasing though, it if they have a three movie deal. True. Um, but like, I wanted to see what was in the box. <laughs> but like, uh, like Levon said, if you're like a lore-based fan, mm. you definitely enjoyed it. But like, if you were a game-based fan, most likely you did not enjoy it because like the games and the lore are completely different. Mm. Like. A good example is like Five Nights at Freddy's Three, because with Springtrap and like all the secret little mini games. I don't know if you know all the mini games. Yeah, but like yeah. there's a bunch of mini games in there, and mm-hmm. that like involves a bunch of war. Mm-hmm. And like if you don't know those and you didn't do the mini games, you don't understand the war. You just play the game, then you probably not gonna enjoy the movie because yeah. like it's all war based. Yeah, I got you. Um, just because people have mentioned the box before as well, and. My brain gets a little muddled with it. Was that like, do you what whereabouts was that? Like, was that a big box or was it like a small? Had three locks on it. It's like a treasure chest. Okay. With with three locks, like like Alan said. Because I know in the books again, because like these are going to be separate canons, so I don't know like what's going to transfer and what they're going to take inspiration from. But with the books, um, I can't remember the name, the main character's name, but she goes to her auntie's house, and she has the, um, so. She's actually baby, um, but she's disguised as the main character. So she is an animatronic, but the real girl is in the box. So if this is the daughter of William, I'm wondering if there's like maybe an animatronic baby in the box or is it tiny? Oh, uh, that's the box. I just said it in a podcast chat. Um, oh, okay, that looks kind of small. Maybe not. Nobody knows. 
what's mm. in the box because <laughs> what's in the box he never revealed it in any of the games or mm-hmm. like he the book for, what is it fourth one he stopped i think so because i think at that point i think someone cracked it and he was like fuck for anyone listening on audio we've got the video on youtube so uh if you want to see what's happening in podcast chat uh you can click on over to youtube and you can check it out there uh or but you can just show the image on spotify <laughs> oh not on spotify <laughs> my bad <laughs> like you're more talented than i if you can figure out how to do that uh Danny, I know, I know we're going to kind of like go over a lot of it, like when we're going from person to person, but I just want to get everyone's vague idea mm-hmm. and see if like people line up with it. So what were your thoughts on the movie? Well, I liked it. I, it. It could have had more horror in it. Like, I know it was set for like younger audiences or whatever, but it could have, I wish it had more, mm-hmm. maybe not like gore per se, but horror like more spooks mm-hmm. more Back. more horror ambience well even critical like moist critical made a video reviewing it and he even said that like there's like two or maybe three jump scares in the movie and like for fnaf you know a series based on like jump scares when it came to like their horror techniques it's pretty surprising it's it's probably like one of the only bloomhouse movies that could have actually benefited from more jump scares but, like, even the ones that it did do was only, like, that tiny version of Balloon Boy. What was up with that, by the way? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, I I feel, it's going to be really weird when they bring, like, Balloon Boy in on a sequel. And it's like, why is he, like, 50 times bigger than the one he showed in one? <laughs> like, I don't get if that's supposed... Because, like, it is moving, so it's it's sentient, right? Like, <laughs> or someone just fucking moving it around because, like... I like they could get away with it if they did the one jump scare in the closet or wherever it was the first time of it just being like you know a joke or whatever three times but yeah exactly they did it three times because it was there in the closet and in the car so um it's like there's nobody moving this thing you know so like is that balloon boy or are they gonna like make another balloon boy and be like oh you know that was just a toy we were just fucking around with that so they go by based off of how everything's going to go, then the sequel is going to be a prequel in a way, because it's going to go back to when FNAF, well, kind of started. You uh, know, because the, the sequel, FNAF 2, is based off of the 1980s. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay, okay. It's good information here. Which one was the Which one was the first one based in? The 90s? Uh, or is it yes. later? Okay. And then... And then you can even go even further back because it's going to bring reference to the first Bass Animatronics, which is going to be your all your Wrangled Up Freddy, Bonnie, Chica, you know, mm. without their mask per se. I really, really want to see like and the, the nightmare versions, like from Phenomenal. That would be, have to be that would have to be like a mixture of three and four, mm. which I thought they were going to kind of do a little bit of that when. Uh, when the aunt just oh, no. quote unquote <laughs> fell asleep from freaking Golden Freddy, I Wait, thought they were going to tease that a little bit. I was like, she's asleep. And when they went back, all right, so I'm going to bring this up real quick. Okay. The fact that the aunt fell quote unquote asleep when she's just cockeyed like that on the, on the ground from when Golden Freddy was there. 
They go back in the same house. Where's the aunt? He ate her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, that tiny balloon boy got her. I I'm very disappointed. If we don't get at least one joke with the bite of eighty-seven, like that's got to be one of Mark's lines. If they get him in right, they've got to find a way of getting that in. Oh my gosh. I they just take the direct attention. YouTube clip. Yeah. I don't know if y'all paid attention to the soda spill in the movie, right? To the one? But the soda spill? Oh, okay. Yeah, what about but it? But that's kind of like how, like, literally that's how Five Nights at Freddy's happened, according to the movie, is because of that soda spill. If you really think about it, because his brother ran off and then the soda spilled, and then he couldn't catch up with his brother because of that. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That damn little butterfly <laughs> effect. <laughs> I did find it funny that, like, the kids immediate, like, at the beginning, like, they're just kind of like, fuck you. <laughs> we know Literally. Where you- <laughs> like, do you know where my brother is? Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I like how they included Golden Freddy in mm. the five kids, even though they didn't show Golden Freddy, at least not as far as I'm aware. They did. They showed Golden yeah, Freddy. He was the main kid. He, he No, was I mean, like, main. as the animatronics. They did. He had the blue eye. The I guess I was just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he was the blue-eyed uh, Oh! Freddy. See, Golden Freddy isn't supposed to be able to move, though. Golden Freddy is, like, paralyzed. That's why I didn't think he was Golden Freddy. He is now. Golden Freddy also he does he didn't really look like Golden Freddy. Not nah, yeah. He, he looked like he, he just looked like a banged up version of Freddy. Exactly. <laughs> to be fair, like I don't know, that's kind of the impression I get for Golden color Freddy. Color representation is kind of hard to do. I mean, you can't just have like a freaking yellow version like William Afton. Okay, that thing didn't look gold. That looked yellow. <laughs> I I will say the. The shot in the cab, like, with Golden Freddy next to, um, what's the kid's name? Was it? Uh, yeah, no, don't ask me. Lily, Amber, <laughs> Lily, Amby, wasn't it Annie. Lily? I don't know, something like, I don't know. But, um, you know, you know the scene I'm talking about. When they're in the cab, I think that was the worst looking scene to me, personally. Something about the, like, animatronic just fell off. Like, it looked as if it was, like, CGI or something, which I know they've made the actual animatronics. But, I don't know, that one just looks weird to me like the contrast is weird did mm. anyone else feel that i understand why you say that mm. i don't know maybe it was just like the scale of like the animatronic in the fucking cab maybe that's what makes it look weird but it just doesn't look right to me but um what i was the movie disappointed an r rating because of the uh we all are no. You guys will know the scene I'm talking about when the people come to raid Fazbear's Pizzeria. Oh yeah, and one of them just gets mm-hmm. numbed in half. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to come back to that. Just, uh, just two seconds, Danny. What were you gonna say there? I was gonna say what what I'm what I was most disappointed about from the movie mm-hmm. is they didn't have Foxy running. Like I know yeah. they had the scene with him technically running. But it cut, and he was just kind of in front of the camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, the dumb, dumb, I, dumb. I did not know that was Foxy. I thought that was yeah. always Freddy saying that shit. No, that's Foxy. 
I've always assumed I was ready. He's letting you know he's Yui, were you going to say something before you get shot into the the Shadow Realm there? What do you mean? Oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's because she's she's bringing up her Mashi monster here. Hang on. Yes. Her Pokemon. Mashi monsters. I like dragging her around the page. I haven't seen that in ages. Uh, I called one of the enemies in Lies of Peace, Stra uh, Doctor Strange Glove, and that's that's what brought it back into my memory. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just leave you over there, you. I'll just I'll just put you in the corner there. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's creeping me out. She keeps looking at me. <laughs> uh, I can look this way. <laughs> you control. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> that was really good timing. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, uh, back to my train of thought. What was it? Yeah, yeah, Foxy. So, um, yeah, that that was a little disappointing, especially because the animatronic does move. It's, it was it was weird because like I even turned to Danny in the cinema. I was like, oh, he's gonna like that's a long hallway. They're gonna show him like actually running down the hallway, but then they just like cut it to black, showed him like halfway down the hallway, and then made him run at like a tiny tiny bit but like they had the whole space at the corridor to make him run that that would have looked way better uh, also mm. keep in mind it is puppeteering as well not just animatronics so sometimes you have to actually maneuver the animatronic maybe the way they made them were not meant to do the long run maybe se. but i mean to be fair like they should have expected that like you can't just make foxy and not have him run <laughs> And I don't think Foxy's going to be doing too much now that he's been hung from a freaking crane. Anyone else remember that picture? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't I don't think I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kid's drawing, was it? No, it was like an actual like picture of Foxy being hung by a crane being lit on fire. Huh. I don't remember that. What? I'll have to find that for you guys. In the meantime, I'll continue on. Okay. Um... I, I I'm trying to make sure the conversation stays on certain topics, so I just I'll just move on to like some of the the horror and the gore elements for a minute because you you touched on the the person getting like split in half. That was cool. Yeah. Even the silhouette of it, like on the wall, like I understand because like in America they seem to have the PG thirteen rating. We had fifteen A, which I thought they'd get away with a lot more, but. Some of the stuff I was surprised by because like they did show gore moments, like the like the spring locks and stuff, like gouging into afton and um as you said like the the body being split in half and then like it, it does show the silhouette on the wall but it also does show like the corpse drop onto the ground even though it's like turned away but you do still see a little bit of it so like it was obvious they weren't afraid to show gore but then for the majority of the kills they they cut away and it was really getting annoying because like until they split that person in half every single kill before that was just a cut and a scream like yeah which i was kind of like when i initially heard it was pg-13 that's what i was expecting and then i heard we had 15a so i was like oh maybe it's like maybe they will get away with more but i don't know i, I would have actually preferred go. if they only had um cutaway kills <laughs> than do half and half because like doing half and half just made me question why they couldn't make the other ones gory as well <laughs> it was like it's like you've already done it twice what's stopping you from doing it more um I oh this is real life what is this 
Can I say something about that? Yeah, sure. I think the reason is because of the latest game uh, with the glam rocks. I forget what it's called. Uh, Security Breach. Uh, and I think that's why they had to make it PG-13. Because that uh, Security Breach was like not gory, like really at all. Besides like mm-hmm. Crushing Man and the Tronics. And I think that's why they had to make it like that. Because Scott was like, oh, the latest game was PG-13. But like. He's not even basing the latest, like the movie, off the latest game. So, like, I don't even see why he had to do that. I think it was just from what I heard, it was because of like the fan base and stuff, and that they're, they're mostly like younger or whatever. Which is kind of like I don't know where they're getting those statistics because like anyone who Bro, played the original old as fuck right now. Yeah, exactly. Though, like, any, anyone who played the original games are at least in their twenties now, if not mm-hmm. late teens. So, like, it should have been okay, but. And it's not as if they're afraid to, like, make movies R-rated or 16s or whatever for characters that kids watch. Like, you know, the fucking, um, the fucking, like, superhero movies. Like, some some of those are, like, Deadpool. higher rated. Huh? Deadpool. Wolverine. Yeah, Deadpool, even. Like, you know. It, so, I, I, I don't get the reasoning behind that. Like, they can they can say that all they want, but... It, that just kind of feels like a ploy to to get more money, in a way to me. And I don't want to say that, but that's kind of the only reason I'm coming to. Because like, unless you wanted to get like more people into the cinema to boost the fucking like, you know, effect of the movie and like its uh its profit. Because you know, if you set the horror to like PG thirteen and you get all of those people in for the movie instead of like setting it at an 18s rating and only getting the adult base that watched the original movies you're definitely going to have a higher box office as of right now it had a budget of 20 million its box office was 130 million yeah it's smart financially but like it does make me question it a little bit uh what is this by the way <laughs> uh it's just uh Foxy being thrown around in the air. That's what the thing I was referring to earlier. Okay. I was apparently that was happening on set at one point. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, that might have been. Fun. Oh no, he was having some fun. Weird. It won't load for me. It's only it's only showing the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's it's probably because I don't have a uh, Reddit account or something. Um. Fun fact. Yes. Foxy was the only one that was a real animatronic. Really, was in uh, uh, an actor. Huh. I'd say that's just because of the uh, the legs. I'd imagine. Mm. Yep. And the neck and the arms, chest, yeah. everything basically. Because yeah. I said that to Danny. Because like during the movie, they're like, "It's not just the souls of the kids that are in these animatronics; it's the bodies." <laughs> and I know that is true. But then I was looking at Foxy, and I'm like. That's a small ass kid, or like he took the bare minimum from the corpse you could and shoved it in there. Like, there's definitely a few missing limbs strewn around the place that Afton was like, "Fuck it, I can't fit it." <laughs> I like to imagine someone coming around the corner while he's trying to shove the fucker into the fucking suit. He's like, "Nah, this ain't fitting. I'm over the weight limit." <laughs> so, uh, what did, what did you guys think about the gore then? Like, would would you? You know, did any of the kills surprise you? Like, did did any of them... Because I know, like, I was kind of taken back by some of the later kills, just because they were so soft on it originally at the beginning. 
I'm a little, only what I think of that really just hit home was that the one person getting chopped in half. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That was more of that. I was like, it really showed the power of their bite. They're fucking strong as shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it could do that. I could see that. Um, let's see. The spring trap one was actually pretty unique. I was like, okay, it's nice to actually see how William Afton dies. And it was pretty detailed as well. It, they didn't even like really hide much of it. Like you, you did see it go in, and then the blood start to pour a bit. But we now know where Afton died now. Mm-hmm. So I was saying this to someone. Also... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was no. I have a different thing. Mine's after that. I'll go after that. Okay. Um, I was a bit surprised, or not surprised. Like I, I was having this conversation with someone today, um, and. I understand his line, or, like, not his line, but the community's line of, like, you know, he always comes back, you know, like, Afton. But it was a bit strange to say it in this movie. <laughs> like, it, it was cool to hear it, but then, on like, you know, two seconds later, I'm like, this is your first time dying, right? <laughs> like, what, what, what'd you come back from the first time? Because <laughs> he goes, like, I always come back. Everyone around, like, did you go somewhere? Maybe that's gonna be a nice little reference and callback to when the sequel of happens. Maybe I think it's also because of the war, because when he died, it was like the first time he died. It was like the second game, I believe, mm-hmm. lore wise. It was either the second or third. No, it was the second game, and then I think it was the third game, something like that. And I think that's why. Because it was maybe it was just I I, uh, I, I want to <laughs> say it's the first and second game reference, but like it's not from the first game because like he didn't die in the first game. He killed everybody in the first game. Mm. So it is a bit confusing because didn't that line only come from like FNAF three when it started? Like wasn't that in the trailer for FNAF three? Like he always comes right. back or something. Then they brought it back in. Uh... The pizzeria one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because he got burned alive like twice. And somehow he <laughs> freaking still lives. And they got burned. I don't know who the new one is. Security uh, breach. Yeah. Was yeah. that also Afton? Or was that yeah, a, it is. Uh, it's the think, soul, it's are the you soul sure that's not Michael? No, I'm pretty sure it's Afton. Okay. Well, the last the last MatPat video I watched said it was him, so it could have updated since then. Okay. <laughs> also, was Vanessa always in Afton? No, I don't think so. She was mm-hmm. o- like she- I was expecting because like remember when they said they were gonna there was an animatronic they hadn't shown off yet. Um, uh-huh. I thought they were gonna bring the the Vanny one in, like the bunny. Yeah. But it never I thought happened. She was like it- a huge. Yeah, and I was like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah, they what? might be saving Vanessa? that though. She might come back because like. Well, I know she's not dead, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a number of ways they could go about it, but yeah. Uh, just trying to stick on the gore topic just for a little bit, though. Is there is there anything else anybody, like, had, like, any thoughts on some of those? I was I was surprised that some of the other animatronics didn't get more kills. I think the cupcake had more screen time. Uh, screen time that cupcake that kill was brutal. It was, but it's hard to take that cupcake seriously. I feel like the, fir- the first one was funny. But, like, it was, like, borderline goofy with the fucking eyes, man. <laughs> I don't know. It was, but, like, how do you make a cupcake, like, terrifying? But that's what I mean, like... Also, is that technically an extension of her soul? I don't know. I don't Who? know how that one works. Who? Chica's Cupcake. Chica's Cupcake. Is it? 
is it a separate entity or is it a same part of her soul? Because that thing runs it by itself. Because the thing with FNAF is like it, it follows on Scott Cawthon's um, humor, obviously, right? And like that's it seems very specific because when I watch stuff, if it's serious, I need the comedy to be like you know scarce. Like I don't mind comedy, but it needs to be done right. Otherwise, it just comes off goofy to me. And some of the moments, it just felt like I was watching scary movie kind of comedy because it was like, okay, so Kazzy was beside me, right? And there's a moment where it shows uh, the cupcake like tossed over like on its side and then it blacks out like the lights turn off and the lights turn back on and <laughs> it's standing up again yeah. and like that's the big like you know <gasps> <laughs> scare so it's it i don't know it was a bit it's a bit weird bro the cupcake was violent oh my god it was bro. violent Bro was like nom 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 <laughs> on that leg for real. But on that face though, we got to see the we did get to see the aftermath of what that cupcake did to that one dude's face. Did we? What did yeah. you say, Dan? No, oh, because he kept biting on the face, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, Dan, sorry. I just said it seems way more violent than in the games. <laughs> True. For real. One you thing. Just sit on the desk watching you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, one thing I did want to focus on was the infamous scene. I feel like we've got to talk about it, where um, everything just gets wholesome. They forget it's a horror and they start stacking a fort with chairs and shit. Bro, uh, I didn't have a problem with it. I'm not gonna lie, I did, but I'm curious as to re- your reasonings why. <laughs> well, how are you gonna bring up? How do you better go about? bring up children on the fact that they are still children through and through true but i feel like they should have like if they because if you do that halfway through your movie you make the monster quote unquote like so much more like relatable or wholesome then you just That's lose any scare point. they're kids they don't they're literally listening yes but if, you, if you're making a horror it. though like i i would understand if maybe they did some kind of flashback to when the actual like place was active or if they like you know oh. fucking flashbacks are over overdone at this but that, point but i'm just saying if they did something different like if they started the movie that way or if they flashbacked or they did something like that i feel like doing it directly in the middle of the movie killed all tension for me like it, it just it was complete tone switch out of nowhere i don't know that's just me but it, that seemed to be the way in the in the audience because like everyone around was just like all I could hear around me was just huh. <laughs> Literally, I, no, I hundred percent agree. Y'all came in there looking for a horror movie. I came in there looking for a story, motherfucker. Well, I I, I'll show you the tag on IMDb. Shit says horror. <laughs> like, yeah. Bro, that is the big. That is the thing. I didn't go in there for horror. I came in there for a William Afton, not a William Afton story, but Scott Cawthon's story. That's what I came there for. I didn't come here for the horror. I was like. That it's is PG thirteen. I'm not going to see any good horror. I want to hear the story. Well, that's why because I was going in with that mindset when I saw it was PG thirteen. But for us, they have the fifteen A label on it, so I thought they'd go that more. Means nothing to me. Yeah. See, now that's it was probably a difference in that opinion. Now I I am going to watch it like again, and I'm going to go into it without the expectation of a horror, and I'm probably going to like it more. But if that's the case, then I don't think they should have advertised it that way. Because everything with the trailers pointed it to being like some kind of like 
FNAF saw kind of mix, you know, like with the the face mask having the saw blades in it and the fucking like I, I don't know, everything in the trailer pointed it to being a different kind of tone than the movie was. In my I agree, opinion. 100%. Danny, like, kind of quiet on that front. Uh sorry, you I didn't know you were going to no, follow. You're good, you're good, you're good. No, 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 go go. Don't be afraid to talk. <laughs> I was just going to say that like I think I, I was also like that, like, because it was PG-13. I wasn't going in there with horror expectations. The really only horror expectation that was there is the spring lock thing mm-hmm. for me, honestly. <laughs> Danny? Danny? Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't, like, tense at all during the movie. Like, I was expecting some horror, but I wasn't expecting, like, full horror. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, even when I watch a normal horror, I don't, like, generally feel, like, you know, afraid or anything like that. But I was... I don't know. I just thought it would be a little bit different. But maybe I just set the expectations a bit too high. But that's that's, that's what I'm here to have the conversation about, you know. I'm just curious how people took it. Because when I watched the movie and I saw... (laughs) Spoiler, when I saw on Twitter all the comments about it, um, it was like a generally negative reaction. And that's just like critics aside. But now that number's gone quite a good bit up on the audience front. So I, f- I don't know if like people had a change of heart like I did, like initially watching the movie and thinking it was bad and then thinking back on it. It's like, eh, maybe it wasn't actually that bad. Like, because as you said, they found like the percentage has gone up to like the high 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, yeah. And it's definitely not like it's a good fan service movie, but mm-hmm. that's pretty much all it is. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like it was definitely made for the fans, and they say that outright. To be fair to them, that's why I don't get like if you weren't a fan of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise, like why did you go and watch it and give it a Rotten Tomatoes? When you didn't know anything about it. Well, it's like... on, P- on, on P- I will happily play uh, Devil's Advocate on that one. Mm-hmm. I want... I see Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, it's based off a video game. I want to see what it's about. Maybe this will get me to play the video games. It's nothing That's like the really... Because they're all over like Hot Topic stores. Mm-hmm. For those that know what Hot Topic is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's everywhere. They're all over there. I do agree with Leifon. I I think there is a bit of an an argument for both sides there. Because I I feel like if you only make your your content with the idea of, you know, just showing it to people who already like your content, you're not really really setting any kind of stage to introduce it to a, a new audience or to get more fans of the series. Now, on top of that, though... I think there was a comment in the MatPat video saying that, like, their idea was that if people went to watch it, it would hopefully get them more interested in the lore and they'd go do the research themselves. But, you know, putting that expectation on audiences is a big risk, I think. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I know if my uncle goes to see it and he doesn't like it, he's not going to go fucking research about it to see if he can understand the movie. He's just going to say that was a shit movie and move on, you know? So, it's not like Matt Pat where he'll like go out of his way to like 
find out about like the whole franchise like most people are not like that mm-hmm. uh how about the pacing of the movie Pacing. I'm gonna let someone else lead with this one. Danny, go for it. Well, no. Um, it was kind of like a 50-50, I guess. Like, it started off, like, quick, showing a lot of, like, spooks and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it got, like, really slow. And then it picked up a little bit right before it got slow again with the fort building. It's probably around that halfway mark where the change of directors really did kick in. Yeah. So. Well, that's another thing. Keep that in mind. I didn't realize that the production had gone into like production hell for a while. I didn't. I didn't know anything about the behind the scenes because I thought it was only like a recent production, but it's been going on for quite a while. Twenty sixteen, I think. Twenty fifteen. Okay. Been a minute. I'll I'll look it up. It's been a while. Yui, any kind of thoughts on the pacing? Just kind of the same as life on, and mm-hmm. then it was fast. Then they got to that wholesome part, and then it got like hello slow for me. I was just like, "What is this?" And then it got fast again. I feel like the ending was a, a tad bit rushed. Yeah, they could have. I think they could have made it a little bit better. Yeah. The runtime. What was I started it? back in twenty fifteen. Hmm? 2015. Uh, two, it's an hour and nine. It's uh, 109 minutes. Yeah. I feel like they could have made it last like longer because like they didn't... I feel like for somebody to want to like go out of their way to like get into it, they should have made it longer and explained more lore. That's just my opinion though. Hmm. I was a little confused during the movie with some of the like i can't think of the word inspiration is the wrong term um like the drive for the characters with Mm -hmm. more so with the auntie though because like she was more than willing to have him killed (laughs) for like the payment for the child each month but yet she seems pretty well off as is for real that was like it was kind of a, a strange kind of motivation that's the word it was it was a strange kind of motivation just for like a check that wouldn't be all that much like in in terms of her like you know total wealth she seemed pretty well off compared to like the brother be like mhm like 600 dollars her her poor lawyer or whatever he was <laughs> for real Doug yeah <laughs> Damn I, I only remember that name because I kept like, turning I, to... I, I really don't think I should be here. I said, oh, you need to kill him? And he's like, oh my god, I need to leave. <laughs> I kept turning to Cassie and saying the Doug shrug. Every time like his lawyer instincts would kick in, she's just like, no, sit down, Doug. <laughs> this universe is Saul Goodman, like, oh, but he doesn't okay. want to get involved with legal activity. <laughs> So it's like you could just see it all in Doug's face. <laughs> so it's like the ant dead. I think so. I mean, it was pretty implied with the the body. It's sleep, but yeah, like the well, body should still be in the house. Well, no, it was. Um, my interpretation of that was the like the ghost for Golden Freddy yeah. or whatever, like the the, the blonde haired child was 
That was like, Freddy's ghost. Yeah, yeah, like that ghost was just talking to like the other child in a way, like you know, oh, she, you know, she's just sleeping, you know, like yeah. But I mean, she's, she's like sprawled out, like on the ground, like that. Yes, but you know, like to keep because the child doesn't know they're <laughs> murdering robots, so like she can, she can't. Yeah, like I don't, like, I don't no, think Freddy can just go follow still... me, child. Don't worry, she's dead. Like, <laughs> no, my my thing is, they went back in that house. Mm-hmm. That body's still there. That is true. They were just no, happy no, no, go no. lucky. Like, where's the eye? Is she dead? Where's her body? Why is the conversation not being brought up? Why? Where's the fucking police? I mean, look, we get one officer in that town, and she's a fucking Afton, as far as I can see. And so, like, I'm not going to judge oh. the the response time for the officers on that one. <laughs> I feel like she played I'm just distraction. Saying, man, the, if the police department looked like that, man, damn, that's bullshit. It's not fair. Actually, another point about motivations that I brought up to Danny during it, their whole reason for, like, smashing up the uh, the restaurant was to get Mike fired. It's like, oh, you know, he did a shit job protecting the place. He's off the clock. <laughs> like, what do you like? It's not his job while they're while he's gone. Like, breaking the place didn't do anything in that regard. Like, you wouldn't get fired if a place got like smashed up just because you know you weren't there during the time you're not on shift. I, I, my only thing was she was there the entire night with him. Mm-hmm. The entire night. <laughs> That's another point where I feel like the directing started changing a little bit. I get it. The original director did the whole, like, uh, what do you do? Uh, Philosopher's Stone, uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, uh, Chamber of Secrets, and one more. Uh, and then Percy Jackson as well. Yeah, I, I probably had, like, an idea. Huh? I need to look more into the background of this. You know a lot more about the, the background production. Well, yeah, because I wanted to make sure I was up to stuff and look nice, like make it sound like I was intelligent. <laughs> He's got the INDV wiki page up at the moment. It's like, oh, you know, like back when they had this conversation, <laughs> quote. Um, <laughs> I just you wanted to. I'm smart and I have a bad memory and I know that, so I purposely didn't. What do you mean, Danny? You're the reason I even got through the first game, bro. Danny came over and we sat through the fucking, like, a couple of nights of the first game. That was, like, my introduction to it. And then from there on, I just studied Markiplier's videos. <laughs> I look like yeah, a fucking yeah. pro doing the FNAF 2 replay. Huh? Yes, the king. He's also the king of the squirrels. He is the king of squirrels. I feel like I probably don't need to ask this, but I'll go ahead and do it anyway. Um, favorite cameo? Well, I, the only mm -hmm. one I know, so I only know one cameo. So okay. Uh, me personally, I don't watch Corey Kenshin, but uh, a lot of people went mad for his cameo as well. He was the taxi driver. Oh, that's why he was there. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh wait, actually, no. I, I want to change mine. Okay. Uh, my favorite cameo was Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Hell yeah! I think he did a really. That was my favorite cameo. My favorite cameo was Goku from Fortnite. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I like that they tried their hardest to like hide that he was Afton 
Like, everyone's like, no, trust us. It's, 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 it's a complete, it's Steven, okay? It, it's not Afton. <laughs> and then oh, everyone on Twitter is like, why is he the only character who has two names? Why is he the only character you specifically spelt out his first and second name? Hmm? <laughs> not gonna lie, um, I totally looked over his whole name. I was like, maybe, but he's like, wait, what the fuck? Mike Schmidt. Oh, babe. Hey, how are you? Let me uh, show his job real quick. Mm. I, I totally forgot all about it. They made the whole, like, face reveals, like, who the fuck are you? It wasn't until the second one. I was like, oh, he's that guy. <laughs> also, nice, uh, nice made outfit there, Ewing. Very nice. Huh? <laughs> She's not even... <laughs> the way the fucking thing turned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, you're... oh. <laughs> oh I was typing something and I wasn't listening. I was typing. <laughs> Damn, bro. She's on the podcast. She's not even listening. I was listening, but I wasn't listening. Damn. Well, I mean, I'm playing, I'm you know what happens now, right Yui? Now. What? I've got to send you to the Shadow Realm. Sorry. Wow. You have a Shadow Realm <laughs> voice chat? Yeah, he does. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Damn, she broke out. How'd that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Kaiba! <laughs> can, can, can I can I have um a voice chat made called the Shadow Ur Realm? And can I get sent <laughs> there? Realm. Sure, bro, sure. <laughs> uh, there was a point I wanted to bring up still about Afton. Uh, I know I said like I think his acting was good. Um for I mean, the acting. Rogers. Honestly, the acting overall I thought was pretty decent. Like some of the some of the fucking like trespassers or like vandals or whatever were a little hit or miss but other than that i think everyone did a pretty decent performance another thing that i didn't much care for i was like uh they got some big name actor to play the fucking main character i was like god damn it just where their fucking money's going god fucking damn it that's why i stopped like giving too much of a shit about the movies when they put a big name at a quote it's not really big name anymore he was back in 2015 2016 I recognize the name, yeah, but I couldn't think of any movies he'd been in for a while. I, to, I just remember Zadora. That's literally the only one I remember right now. Right now, and then he was about? in uh, Josh uh, Hutcherson. Is that his name? Oh, yes. the guy from Hunger Games. That's the he's also the, he's also uh, a little kid Journey to the Zadora. side of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. That's one of the main Bro, ones. Oh, come on! I, I, was Bridget Terabithia? Was he in there? The yes, yes, he was. Oh yeah. shit, I didn't recognize him from that. Kazzy, um, mentioned it. Really? Yeah, I was like, yeah, the guy from Hunger Games? And she was like, oh no, I know him from Bridget Terra Brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. You know the funny thing as well, Leifon? We actually we had to wait an hour to watch the movie. Um, Imagine having to wait to watch the movie. <laughs> Can't really kept cheering for no reason because the guy would be like, "Oh, it's at ten percent." Well, I, we gotta explain because, like, the okay, so we were sat there for ages and we were like, "Okay, you know, this movie was supposed to start twenty minutes ago. The ads haven't even started. What's happening?" And then this dude runs down to the front of the place. He's like, "Attention, everyone! Okay, so we've been having uh, internet issues all night, and we have to re-download the movie." <laughs> So we just sit there. Did we download the movie. Yep. 
yep, bro. <laughs> they don't use film really anymore. <laughs> so yeah. Apparently they had to fucking re-download the movie, so like he'd keep running in every couple minutes and he'd shout out the percentage and everyone would cheer <laughs> as he got like higher up into the percentages. And Danny did not appreciate the uh the joy. Kai, why can't you just be like me and just because... watch the movie uh through other means? <laughs> oh my gosh. I the, wanted to have a thing is as well. Every every time a new like FNAF character appeared on screen, it would also all cheer and scream. And it's like, bro, come on! You literally came here to watch the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and you're excited that Freddy Fazbear's in it. <laughs> bro, hold on, hold on! Don't forget, we have the furry community as well. That is we're true. also watching this. There were a <laughs> yeah, lot so of teams in that me... audience, Leif on. <laughs> yeah, so you're telling me all, like, 60 people in our movie theater. <laughs> you never know, bro. Some you of those know, fuckers man. look sketchy. Uh, where... Guy just asked... Twitch emote just came up randomly all of a sudden. Is someone streaming, or... No. Or did someone, like, change the name of the podcast thing? No. What? Does nobody see the pop, the Twitch icon above Danny's name? Hey, what the fuck? What? <laughs> this is just I didn't a... do that shit. I'm playing a game. I what? I'm not even looking at Discord. Okay, well, dang. I'm still paying attention to the podcast, and I'm chipping okay. in every time something's asked to me. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Okay. I do it. Okay. Uh, okay, that's okay. Is there? Is there anything more that anyone wants to discuss about the FNAF movie more so? Because I feel like we've gone over a lot of the, the main topics of it, but I don't want to stop anybody if there's any, like, extra thoughts or anything they had to say about it. Not me. Let's see. Oh, I was very disappointed that the security office... Like, I know it would be hard to recreate, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. There was no... <laughs> Like shutting of doors or any power involved, or like no, lights outside door. of doors. Yeah, like it was literally just a regular like wooden door with a doorknob. It's like also, wait, so it was a bit. <laughs> the, the, sorry, go ahead. There was also a vent. Were we mixing one and two? Yeah, and yet they didn't have to like. <laughs> Danny pointed out, like, at the start, you had to unscrew one vent, and then the other one he was just able to push off or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I just I, I just imagined, like, the director and the crew and stuff like that going up to Scott. It's like, okay, so I understand, like, the budget for traveling, and we're going to, you know, build up this restaurant and, you know, the advertising, the cast, you know, the clothes and everything, but why do you need two gigantic titanium doors? Uh, it just automated? won't fit. <laughs> now, the one thing I thought about with that whole area was maybe they were trying to recreate FNAF 3. That actually, yeah, that it did give me kind of FNAF 3 vibes a little bit. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, but no, I, then I rewatched the second time. I was like, no, there's no screen. There's no just normal like glass overlay in front, mm. in front of you. So I'm like, what the fuck are they trying to remake here? That was the only thing I could think of. I was like, yeah, there's a fan on your right, there's a door on your left. 
there's a there's a freaking foxy there in your dreams. Fuck. Speaking of FNAF three, by the way, one of the last things I want to touch on with this, uh, the ending song, the tombstone. Oh my god, that was so nice to hear. That was very nice to hear, but I was. If they had like a follow up song after that, or maybe at some point during the movie, if they could, I I think it would have worked better near the credits, along with the living tombstone. Die in a fire. No, no, I wanted the um. I can't even think of like the the fucking. That's FNAF three. Give me, give me two seconds, because I was, I was gonna play it like a little bit of it, but then I realized Spotify is even worse than YouTube for the DMCA shit, so I don't want to risk that. Um, like a second of audio, if that'll be like. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro. I'll play the first note of Megalovania to get your DMCA. No, no, please don't. Bro. Like, trust me, bro. They are fucking crazy for the shit. Um, Rumi, that's the dude, the one who made uh, the PewDiePie song. He has like his yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's three song, and it's fucking awesome. Like it fucking bangs. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Probably been like a minute. I can. Okay, so for anybody on YouTube, you'll see me. You'll see me get it here. But I'm gonna send you guys the link just so you can listen to it for a second on your side. Uh. Because, like, I have this on my fucking, like, workout playlist and everything. <laughs> it's so <laughs> hype. Okay, I'm going to send it into podcast chat. You post it in that podcast chat. You do that. <laughs> I think I've heard this song before. Especially the chorus, but just the overall song in general, I love it. Right. The editing on the video is really good too, but I think that's mostly the trailer footage, I think. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I've heard the song before. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. But it was cool to hear. I, I was curious if they were going to like delve into the like the the YouTuber songs or not. Like It, it was cool to see the Living Tombstone right probably because it was probably mm. more like more well known mm. yeah that's fair it's also been remixed the hell and back everyone waited like i'm telling you there wasn't like a single person that i saw leave the fucking theater until the For end real. of the credits because everyone wanted to see if there was an end credit which there wasn't but there was that sound anyone else stick around to hear it like the the eh, eh. yeah i did i was like oh. what the fuck <laughs> yeah that said, um, what the fuck did it say? It said, like, come find me or something. Yeah, yeah, it did. Something like that. And then there was a little Corey Kenshin scene at the end. Yes. That was funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot there was actually a post-credit then, yeah. That was the balloon boy thing. Yeah, but they... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I think that's, that's really all I wanted to say about the FNAF movie, uh, if there was any more comments on it. Sounds good. Okay, sweet. Uh, Yui, have you played Outlast at all, or have you any kind of like um, interest in this discussion? Again, you're more than welcome to like stay along if you want to listen or pitch in, but I just don't want to bore like... you. <laughs> Hold on, let me. So it's called what? What's it called? Outlast. Outlast. 
Oscar, Uniform, Tango, Lima, Alpha, Sierra, Tango. I've heard about Last Before. Uh, I've never watched anybody play it. I've never played it myself. Okay. Uh, but I know it's like a horror film. Or a horror game. Sorry, we were just talking about film. Um, it's a very, very like iconic one in the past. Like PewDiePie and all like the, the big YouTubers played it back in the day. Right. It's scared by a fucking plant. Achievement unlocked. Achievement um, unlocked. I'll listen for like 20 minutes. But like, if y'all are talking... Uh, I'll just, or I could just go out and leave now. It don't matter to me. It, uh, it's it's completely up to yourself. I just didn't want to bore you because, like, that's probably the topic we're going to be going into. Um, just because Danny and Lefon recently played it for the first time. I know you'd seen the playthroughs and whatnot before, but like, it was your first time physically experiencing it. Uh, right. Um, so it's completely up I'll to leave. yourself. Sweet. All right. No problem. Thank you very much for joining us, Yui. Though it was nice to get your input on the FNAF. Uh, thank you for having me. No problem. You You're more than welcome to join again. Uh, Thank you. Bye, Yui. We gotta get However, Shane to play some Genshin Impact sometime on stream. If you're <laughs> leaving, I am gonna have to fuck you over to the Shadow Realm, so I'll catch you later. Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have to leave on my terms, bro. <laughs> um... I wonder if she'll come back to say goodbye. Or she's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> bye bye. So, yeah, goodbye bye. Uh, so, yeah, without lust. <laughs> Again, we'll just start pretty basic and we'll move from there. Uh, what did you guys... I know you would have liked it, but what was your, like, opinions of it, like, playing it versus watching it? Like, was there... Did you feel, like, the like the anxiety of it or the tension? Like, how, how did it get to you? I'll hit Danny first. Because um, it's we'll a very different experience. At first... No, yeah, see. At f the entire, like, first like maybe two thirds or something like that mm -hmm. or maybe like first half and a bit it was like fully scary for me and everything and i was like scared in parts and that sort of thing and then the fear just kind of like took control and so i wasn't scared anymore and i was just speed running out <laughs> <laughs> while playfon was still getting like scared in parts and then like playfon would be like oh so like what part are you up to the, like for me it continues like leaving the entire night and then coming back <laughs> so i was behind him the entire time and then i would come back and he'd be like oh so what part are you at i'm like oh i'm at this thing he's like what well, how are you there i'm not even there <laughs> don't worry Lefon, that wasn't a you issue i noticed that in outlast 2 as well because like i'm even pretty fast for going through games and stuff but like <laughs> i'd like continuously go through and it's like danny uh you 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 still there with me it's like yeah yeah i'm actually ahead <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm holding the baby in my arms. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like what? What? <laughs> Danny, you you left for like ten minutes. What are you talking about? How have you caught up to me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? But we started five minutes ago, and you had to leave for for like <laughs> m most of that. What do you mean you're the baby? <laughs> she hasn't even announced that she's pregnant yet. <laughs> Lefon, what about you? What were your what were your thoughts what, how you, how were you feeling in it uh the first half was uh definitely fucking scary as shit um it's when they showed it i was like okay cool yada yada you know i started going through the motions being all fine the doctor scene pissed me off because of the fact that like i didn't know where the fuck i was going the That's entire fair. goddamn time him as a character he was very cool mm-hmm 
He's one I of my favorite characters in gaming. Bullshit. I love it. I was like, I'm tired of your bullshit, Doc. What the fuck? I'm being cornered. What the fuck? Where do I go? Oh, I gotta grab this key. What the fuck was I supposed to do to go there? <laughs> I will say from playing like the horror games and stuff, it I can understand why you got lost, but it isn't the most like maze like area i've ever seen in a horror game like it, it it can be quite straightforward depending on the route you take it was just unfortunate the way you went but it's um I, I can definitely see the argument there with his hallway scene and then it though, got to, and, yeah, go it's fucking terrifying if you don't like see him before you're in that hallway because like you can like you can start pushing on something i just i just have the memory of like pushing on something in that hallway and because you haven't seen him, you think like you've outmaneuvered him because you go through the vent. You think you're safe. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you hear his voice and the music kick in while you're pushing the fucking thing, and you're like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait!" Opening up another door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I fucking love that moment. I hated it when doing it, but I love that moment because it scared so, the fucking shit got, out of me. Then after, I was just so frustrated from that, and then we go straight to a fucking ghost like appearing. I was like. What the fuck was on my left side? What the fuck did I just see? That was the most I was like, hey, scare I've ever heard. Hey, no, and I haven't even gotten to that moment. part. I haven't even gotten there yet. I'm talking about me walking up to that point. Uh, I walk out the main gate, and I look to the fountain, and I was like, oh, what's a cool looking fountain? And I see a fucking shadow go across the left side. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Ooh, what the fuck? Uh, you, 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 <laughs> you, you had a... You had a slip up at that part. I think Ghost clipped it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I clipped yes, it. Yes, he did. <laughs> it, it was, I don't know, it was I'm trying to see if I can find it. Unless y'all are gonna find it. <laughs> and for me. and you you didn't even realize that you'd done it. Like you thought you'd continued walking. <laughs> it's like nobody you noticed. Just, <laughs> you just cut off. <laughs> I thought I finished my whole thought process. <laughs> And everyone was like, um, leave on. <laughs> Are you <Okay>? what? <laughs> yeah, no, that was, and you that was like, what, what? What did I do? <laughs> See, I was unfortunately, I was over at my granny's when you guys started. Um, but when I came back, you were at the, the water section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how did you find the sewers? Oh, I, actually, the that's... The sewers That's when it, like, kicked in... No, that's when it kicked in for me mm-hmm. again. The like, sewers was I went from being like, stupid for me. I was fine. I went from being like, and the fear has taken over, so I'm like not scared anymore. The fear's literally just forcing me through the game, speedrunning it. To oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. I love it. Um, yeah, I think I found it. There is a what the fuck is that? There you go. You guys got the thing from me. The what the fuck is that? Please, oh, the please continue. That's the one you all wanted. Bro, what the fuck? I saw a black. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I was actually talking about the first one, but I forgot about that one. Yeah, that, that's, that's good, too. I was talking about a lot. I've done that apparently a lot that entire game. I just stopped my fucking thought process. I'm like, you're like, you're like, black one is like, what? It, it does know? happen, just... to be fair. Um... And Ghost would just kind of be there like, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
it's usually it's usually just me catching myself in the fucking motion, saying the most racist shit, and not meaning to try to say it. I was like, the black, the black what? Just holds the microphone up to the journalist. Please continue with your train of thought. It's like great. Too much is gonna kill me. Which is gonna cancel me. It's gonna cancel me so fucking hard. What did you think of the sound of the water drop? Life on while you were in the 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 water section, like you're walking through, you think you're safe, and they just hear that. No, that's the I was like, oh fuck! You did not just put the fucking water monster in here. You fucking better not have put that goddamn motherfucker in here. As it, someone that's played Amnesia three times, that is still the most intense fucking shit ever. It is like the most subtle scare I've ever seen, and it's so effective. If if you if you're listening, like if if it's not like if you're not busy like talking with chat or anything, like if you were if you were actually focused or if you're on your own, it's so terrifying because it's so minor, and then your brain does all the work for it. It's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so funnily enough, some of the people from Frictional Games helped with some of the people that worked on uh, the original Amnesia. Mm. Uh, specifically the water levels, they, the people that helped me Atlas asked for assistance from the people that made the original water monster. Oh, and they were like, hey, can we add this as a little detail? I was like, yeah, sure. Their whole thing was they wanted to, to dick with the people that played Amnesia and just threw that in there. So if you've played Amnesia before and you hear that sound, you're like... Because they actually pulled that that sound that they made, they it's pulled the that straight bite. from. Yeah. It's the same sound bite. So when I first heard, that, I was like, "Fuck me, Li- no!" Whatever about the other ones, Dark Descent is a phenomenal fucking horror game. It's really, really good. It's amazing. Um, I have the Amnesia collection, and I haven't played it. Well, same. I, no, but... I played five. No, I played five minutes of it, and then I stopped. I can't wait for Shane to play Amnesia. I'm excited for that. What do you mean I'm done? No, like, Dark Descent. I did? Yeah. On PC. I'm not playing it on PC. I played it years ago. <laughs> I did that game already. I have a, I have a, I have a video series on it on the channel. I'll have to watch it then. Just okay. so I can see you suffer through the... Um, it's so that. funny because like, fir- I actually did the October thing um but for youtube so oh. i recorded like all the videos i so it took me like a month to like just get them ready um and <laughs> it's so funny because you can see the moment in the series where i just said fuck this i'm just gonna sit down and get it over with because the video likes go from like 40 minutes 30 minutes an hour four and a half hours <laughs> That was me in a nutshell, like the second half when you get to yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the pool, mm-hmm. you get to find the Trinity Rods and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, guys, we're going to do this next thing and we'll call it for quits of the night. <laughs> Beat the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I think I was drunk when I did that. It's crazy, man. I was drunk when I did that. You know what's even then crazier? Again, go ahead. I went through, like, like the podcast, I went through like three relationships in the time it took me to beat that game <laughs> holy fuck dude in the first episode i'm with someone and then i continued playing it a couple months later with my previous ex and then uh the third time oh, okay no, not not three relationships sorry just like three like separate stages so like i was in two relationships and then i was single in the time it took me to finish that fucking game <laughs> damn 
But yeah, no, that it, they took that sound bite. I was like, is that what you were looking for when when you asked that question, Shane? Yeah, yeah, it was this one um, little sound bite. Yeah, it's also it's funny that like amnesia like water beast i can't actually like picture that properly whenever i think of it it's always pedo bear because of that pewdiepie clip oh my god it's always <laughs> pedo bear like whenever i don't hear the music anymore i just hear the fucking song when it's coming around the corner <laughs> and the scream like <laughs> yeah no, it, it's oh my good goodness. good um Okay, who should we talk about in that game? Because we we got a lot to cover when it comes to Outlast. Like, the lore itself is quite interesting. I know you were saying you wanted to leave it to me. Um, yeah, but that's literally what I was going to do. Like, Shane, who are these people again? I forgot. I won't lie, though. It has been a while since I've touched up on it, so I, I don't want to, like, the, give false the information. The big, beefy boy. Yeah, Chris Walker. Yeah. So I yeah, think, he's I think, walking around, so damn sure. Yeah. Again, I, I don't want to want to touch on that too much, because I... I'm not 100% what I'm saying, so I don't get, I don't want to get it wrong. I think he was a security guard there to begin with. Um, but he is looking to cleanse the place. Like he isn't actually like the others. He's he's one of the he's one of the units or the not units. Uh well, he is a unit, but he's fucking uh oh, what's the phrase? No, no, I, I can't go into this cuz I'm going to get it wrong. But anyway, uh which like which of the characters would you say like stuck with you the most? Like the ones that like hunt you? Because there's a few of them. Like there's there's Chris Walker. There's the <laughs> the code names of the two gay guys. Um, yeah, those guys didn't really like bother me. They really didn't. Yeah, I didn't care about them. I don't know they why didn't. they're like such a. I like whenever I think back to Outlast, they they always seem like such a prominent thing to me. And then you play the game, and it's like, oh, there's not really that many encounters with these guys. Like, it's like a massive dicks. Is all I carry. know. Yeah, I do like their lines though. Like when he jumps out the window, it's like, he vanished, vanished without a trace. Did <laughs> you only run into him like twice? technically three times because then there's the section where they insta kill you outside the in the in the ring like the the square oh yeah yeah i just kind of like from what i remember you see them in the cells you see them in the hallway you see them outside the showers and then there's that section so about four times and technically five when they like guard the door to the chapel yep so yeah there's also uh, the, the I think father. I just didn't. Yeah, get. I was like, why? Why are you? Why? Why am I here? Why? You finally get the lore explo and like the 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 fucking information you're looking for is like, hmm. Both of you, by the way, <laughs> like neither of you were interested at all in knockoffs. We were just so fed up with everything. I was like, why are the two fucking people that were trying to like dick me down over here? <laughs> behind me now closing the doors now they're okay with me what is the father what's the point of him why is he here and he's like oh i'm the next coming of christ okay cool i did a why video, am i here i did a video series on outlast twice i played the game multiple times but i did a video series on it twice and every time i do it he specifically tells you like record this spread the message and i'm like recording every inch of the room other than what's happening <laughs> like i look around it's like damn that's a nice wall right there and like just to the left you could hear ah, ah, ah. 
And you, me and Dan <laughs> I, were just I, like, yeah, we're just so fed up. We're like, we're, I, I, we're I, I'm done. <laughs> I got every significant moment on the little camcorder. Same, me and both did. I, I did. I did my job as a reporter. What did you guys think of the stairs down at the uh, the the wall rider section? <laughs> There's a certain area where it's just stairs, stairs, stairs. When does this end? <laughs> I didn't have too much of a problem with it. I, I, was just I just found it funny. Also, I do find it funny how the wall rider doesn't typically follow you. Mm. He follows a set path. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, when you're going up all those bikes, you're going to jump across. I jumped back across and saw the wall right. I just run straight across. I was like, oh, neat. And continued my day. What were you going to say, Danny? You didn't have a problem except? No, I, I didn't have a problem with it because um, the stairs would actually make it so that I could get away from him easier. <laughs> it. It's not that I had a problem with it. I just found it funny because, like, when I was doing it, like, I, I played it when I was a lot younger and I was in a rush to get away from the thing. And it was just like, usually when you do those kinds of stairs, it's maybe two, three, or four. I think there's, like, eight on that. <laughs> like, you go up a stupid amount. It just it just feels prolonged to me, but it's just funny, uh, in my opinion. I got to. It could be worse. You could be like Final Fantasy VII, where there's 72 flights of stairs that are all animated. <laughs> true, true. Uh, section where you lost the camera? Um, That one was pretty... That was actually a really good section. But at that point, I was also just fed up, because I was like, fuck it. I don't... I don't <laughs> care anymore. I stopped caring. Lost the will to live. hard. I was like, I can't believe I beat the game in five hours. I was hoping the jump scare would get you more when you pick it up and there's a whole like load of dudes surrounding you. Oh, you were hoping it would get me more? I was yeah. more like, I, once again, I, when I said I was at the word fuck it, I meant I was a fuck it. <laughs> you ever just get to the point where horror, it, it, it's sort of like you get numb to it a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Especially like um like markiplier said i i'm kind of feeling it a bit now as well where i've gone through so many horror games it's kind of like i know what you're gonna do and i <laughs> there's not a lot you can do to surprise me here which is kind of on me however madison that fucking game yeah. got me <laughs> like that is one of the best horror games i've ever played it was so fucking good and i think the reason All because for it, of sister man well, yes, Mary was a brilliant addition, but apart from that, the great thing about that game, not all of the jump scares, but, like, there's sections of the jump scare where it's, like, you have to start the jump scare. <laughs> like, you've got to choose to click that camera, <laughs> and it's up to you whether you want to take the chance of getting jump scared. There's, like, there's specifically, like, a couple of sections, like, especially, like, the maze where... Uh, I don't know. Did you see much of that playthrough, Playphone? Uh, your playthrough, no. Okay. Uh, like there's a section like in a like a maze where you have a lighter instead of the the camera like for your light, and every now and again like the it blow out and whatnot, and you have to like reset it. And every time you do, there's like a chance that that thing will like jump scare you, like come out of like the the darkness into the light when you like flick the the lighter, and it's it's so well done because it's like. It, it doesn't happen every time. It uses jump scares a lot, but it uses them effectively, if that makes sense. Uh, 
But speaking mm-hmm. of using things effectively, let's talk about a shit game. <laughs> Outlast 2. <laughs> Where did it go wrong? Um, the helicopter crash. Yes, <laughs> I think so. Danny, specifically, I want to get your thoughts on this, and I would prefer, like, don't be afraid of saying, like, too much. Like, I'd really prefer, like, an in-depth kind of, like, thought process on how you thought about it, if you don't mind. Because, like, you've played through the second one, you played through the first one now. How mm-hmm. much of a a difference was it between the two? Like, like what was the big things that you noticed yourself, personally? I liked, I already knew that Outlast 2 was, like, a garbage game. And Outlast One is an amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like sitting through it yourself, like what, like what things stood out to you? It like why was it so much less than the other one? Uh, well, like Outlast Two was just more hiding from combat rather than scares. Mm. You know, it it didn't really have horror. And also, it kept taking you out of the horror parts to bring you to the school. And I know the school is important, lore-wise. But, like, I feel like they did it too much. Yeah. See, it's interesting for me so, because I think, like, the... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Devil. So, like, with, when it came to Alice 2, I, I can only remember what uh, freaking PewDiePie played a, while, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, was the whole story just about was it about his girlfriend getting raped or some shit? Is that what that was? With no, it was father? so his um, a girl he knew when he was younger. Now I don't I don't think they were officially dating, but like when they were in like Catholic school, um, she was abused and he said nothing, and then she hung herself. Ooh, she was abused by the headmaster then. Yes, and I think the themes of like, cause with they, it's the towers. I think like they send out some kind of signal, and that makes him like remember. Uh, I'm going off note here. I could be wrong, but like, there's some hypnotic kind of effect with it. Um, and I think there's kind of a bit of a parallel between like that old trauma and what's going on with like his current like wife, girlfriend, whatever. Like with the the magical pregnancy or whatever. I don't the think it is magical. I think it is child. just the fact. I think there was just some kind of rape there or something. I'm not sure if they explained that out. There is a lot of rape in that game, which is one of the more unsettling things about it, but it's kind of an easy way that's, to get... Like, that's unsettling, not really important. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of a... I don't know. A shock value, not really important. Yeah, big time. Like, I, there's not many games I can think of that have rape as one of the topics, and to be honest, I don't think they need to. <laughs> like, it's not exactly something I'm, like, searching for when I'm looking for a story, you know? It's like... Oh, yeah, that's what I'm searching for every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a weird one, all right. Now, I will give Outlast 2 credit. Like, let's start with the positives, because it's faster to get through them. Um... The beginning section, I think, is quite well done. It has the, positives. It, I think, it does. I think, like the the starting section in the, in the village, like after you crash, the initial like walk up through the town, before anything comes at you, like the tension there, I think, is quite well done. As, as long as you don't know, like that you can't die or whatever. Like, um, going from house to house, like the little kind of jumps, the atmosphere they build up, I think, is quite well done. 
But from there onwards, it literally feels like you are just running to the end of the game. <laughs> like, every time it pulls you out from the school, you're just running away from enemies. You're in constant chases. And then you get to the next cutscene, and it brings you to the school. And then you just do that on repeat again for the latter half of the game. Hmm. And it doesn't help that, like, the big antagonist, like the basically the equal to Chris Walker in that game is that lady with the the big weapon, uh, the scythe or whatever it is. You can just yeah. run rings around her in most of the environments. Like it was different in Outlast One, where all the interiors, you know, it was, it was linear corridors and whatnot. But... Yeah, she. I was never frightened of her because no. I every single time was just able to walk past her. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the big issue. Like, you think of most of the enemies in Outlast 1, it was like, it was tight corridors, it was it was narrow, you know, it kind of had that feeling of, you know, being entrapped or whatever. Whereas with Outlast 2, it was like, I have so much space to run rings around you, and you'll never find me. <laughs> and there's so many hiding spots. Well. Yeah, yeah, big time. Oh, you guys are running circles around people? Man, sounds like... Be like... That's what it feels like, bro. Looping the killer. <laughs> Um, all I, all they needed to do was add head on to the lockers and it would have been set but that's why I think even though it does bring you there a lot I think the school sections are some of the best sections in that game horror wise because at least in that setting it's more controlled whereas like you know in the village it's kind of just chaotic it's like you can do whatever you want whereas with the school it's like okay you're gonna have to get to this point over here somehow and I've only given you a few corridors so find a fucking way to outsmart me here <laughs> Did they make an Outlast 3, by the way? They're making it, this uh, Outlast Trinity, well, which no, is a collection they, 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 of Outlast, the Whistleblower DLC, and Outlast 2. Yeah, there, there's Whistleblower DLC, which I haven't played. Which was kind of 2 before 2. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be quite good. Which was still set in 1. Yeah. Uh, and then they have now Outlast Trials, yeah. which I guess you could classify as 3. Outlast trials. It's supposed to be like a multiplayer kind of like um, it's like Saw meets Outlast. Like you have to do um, there's like there's like I don't know how to explain it really. Danny, it's like a mastermind. There's trial. There's just trials you go through, which is why it's called Outlast trials. Yeah, you go through them with your. Like there's not like a yeah. But I thought they were going to be done differently than the way they are. Like, I was more hyped for it than when I saw the gameplay. It it could still come back, but I'm not as impressed with what I saw, to be honest. I thought it was pretty cool. That's fair. I, I liked the fact that it was a multiplayer outlet. Yeah, I like that idea. I that it, was nice. I can't really, like, word what I didn't like about it. It just, it just seemed like... I, I thought the, the actual trials themselves would be more, I don't know, inventive. I don't know. They, they seemed kind of like arcadey or something to me. Did you know, for, for Outlast, it is made by the original people that helped make Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell and Prince of Persia's Sands of Time to include the first Assassin's of the Creed game? Hmm. The more you know. I did not know that. Actually, can you... Is there a way for you to check, Lefon? Because... Uh, I thought the game invented it, but uh, you said otherwise. The you know the mechanic where you're running and you can quickly like look back with the 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I that was the first game I saw that in. Do you know of like what what game kind of made that a feature? Because like whenever I watched anyone play out last, they commented on it as well. Like it was it was the first time I'd seen a feature like that for chases. I only one I can think of right now is like the Oculus Rift one. The old one with like the monkeys and you're going around grab jewels. Okay. Uh, it's been a long oh, time yeah. for that one. Um, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they actually made that into a proper full long game. Oh, did they? Finally took them long enough. Shit. Mm-hmm. It 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 wasn't in uh, Rift anymore though. It was just like an actual. Wait, look behind game you. Play. You couldn't do that in uh, Amnesia? No. You couldn't? Really? Not, like, in in some of the more recent ones, but not before Outlast, I don't think, no. Not a quick look back, like, how Outlast does it, where, like, you're running and it's just one button to, like, quick turn and then release it to look right back forward again. Oh, the word I was looking for for Outlast 2 was creepy, not scary. Ah, okay. I didn't find Outlast too scary at all. <laughs> no, I think he means the theme, like the rape, like it's creepy, not scary. As in, like, you know, it's... Ah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think that's kind of everything we had to discuss. Is there anything anybody wants to throw out about? Moral of the story? Moral <laughs> of the story? Don't get Outlast 2. Don't get Outlast 2. That's all you gotta say. Anybody hasn't watched the FNAF mm-hmm. movie, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you're on YouTube, let us know your comments down below about what the movie and how you perceived it. And have a nice Halloween. By the time this posts, it should be the 30th. Halloween should be tomorrow. <laughs> If you haven't checked it out already, or we did a previous it? Halloween episode uh, last year with the Mortuary Assistant developer. You can check that out here on Spotify or on YouTube again, anywhere you uh, in the playlist for the first season of the podcast. What's a developer? Uh, they delve into things like pools and stuff. Oh, a, a developer. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, developer. Sorry, my bad. No, you're good. It's good. English is the first language. So. But uh, yeah, no. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out. Thank you very much for joining me, Lefon. Thank you very much for joining me, Danny. Uh, Shane, thank you for showing up to Danny's. Uh, Shane, thank you for showing up for Danny. Fuck, I'm done. Damn it. <laughs>